Hi guys, today I want us to talk a little bit about competition anxiety. We all get a little bit nervous when we're waiting behind the curtains to go on stage. Usually everyone's hearts beat faster, our hands might get a little sweaty, and you might feel a little bit nauseous. And this is called pre-competition anxiety or competitive state anxiety. And it's totally normal and it can actually energize us and keep us a little more focused. The only time it's detrimental is if it affects us to the point that our skills are impacted. And usually competitive state anxiety will occur when the demands of the routine or performance are greater than our perceived ability. So I'm going to tell you 12 ways to help you feel less nervous before you compete. The first way is to mentally and physically prepare. So you want to get familiar with your schedule before competition day. You should know when you compete, where, how to get there, and plan how early you need to wake up to get ready. Because giving yourself enough time to sort things out is going to eliminate at least that source of stress. Also, doing a thorough warm-up before getting onto the practice mats is going to ensure that your body is ready to start tumbling, stunting, and running through the routine as a whole. The second thing you can do is cognitive restructuring. So this refers to changing your usual ways of thinking to reduce your negative thoughts that are going to cause those physical anxiety symptoms like butterflies, shakiness, and everything like that. So change the way you think of the performance or the competition as a whole if you can. Try to make yourself excited or don't hype up the competition as much as you usually do. Even if it's a major national competition or worlds, then try to trick yourself into thinking that it's just a fun, easy performance at a little tiny local event. Number three is goal setting. So focusing only on larger goals like winning the competition or getting a bid can be kind of overwhelming and place more stress on you than if you're focused on smaller process goals. So think about the tiny steps that you need to take in order to reach whatever your end goal is. These may be things like ensuring that you're fully warmed up or making sure that your shoes are tied on tight so they don't come off when you're competing, um, sticking your tumbling pass, maybe doing sharp motions or communicating with your stunt group as you're stunting. You may also want to create goals that allow you to compete with just yourself instead of goals that are centered around other teams or gyms. So for example, instead of winning first place, instead of that being your goal, um, you could change it to hitting your own routine perfectly. So since you're one member of a team, unfortunately, you need to rely on others to do their jobs perfectly to win. And of course, this can't always happen. So the best that you can do is focus on doing the best that you can. Next, we have positive self-talk. You want to hype yourself up by telling yourself how amazing and capable you are. Positive affirmations are great to use because they can create positive thinking patterns and an overall positive or confident state of mind. So you can say things like, I've hit my stunt 100 times and I can hit it again, no problem. Or I'm excited to compete and show everyone my skills. Or even just sticking tumbling is super easy for me and I can do it every single time. So make a list of affirmations that are applicable to you and then try saying them either before you go to the competition venue or just in your head before you go on stage. The next thing is confidence boosters. So the more confidence you have, the less nervous you're going to be. Confidence creates calmness. Just keep that in mind. And in order to increase your confidence before you compete, you want to think about your past successes like 
maybe the routine that you hit perfectly last practice or how much energy you had during your last full out that you didn't even feel tired. Number six is relaxation training. So this includes things like listening to music, doing yoga, meditating, visualizing your routine in your head, or doing progressive muscle relaxation. All these activities are going to assist you in reducing the physical symptoms of anxiety, like the shakiness and increased heart rates, and it's going to help you feel way calmer. Number seven is breathing exercises. So breathing exercises are also a form of relaxation training. It's kind of in the same kind of category. Deep breathing can get rid of butterflies, and it's going to also help slow down your heart rate and reduce the tension in your muscles. And if you can pair this with positive thoughts, such as reminiscing on good experiences that you've had, it'll make it even more effective. And also keep in mind that practice makes perfect with this one. So you should try to do it often and try to start doing it months in advance or months prior to your competition so that um, you kind of learn how to do it most effectively and you're really good at it by the time the competition weekend comes. Number eight is distractions. So you don't want to distract yourself too much, but small distractions like chatting with teammates or listening to music or playing games while you're waiting to go on stage or waiting to go to warm-ups is going to help reduce your anxiety a little bit because it temporarily overwrites your negative thoughts. Personally, I didn't like to be distracted before I competed because I felt like I was going to forget my routine and I just wanted to be really focused on my routine. So this might not be too helpful for you, but you can always test it out and see if it works. Number nine is focusing only on what you can control. You want to avoid focusing on the size of the crowd or who might be watching or even the color of the floor, because I know sometimes that throws athletes off. Even how the lines are placed or if the X is in the middle or if the X is at the front, I know sometimes it might freak you out a little bit. Um, and also how good the other teams are. So try not to think about all these things because there are things that are, they are things that you cannot control no matter what you do. So there's no need to spend any time worrying about them. The only things that you can control are your preparation and your own skills in the routine. So you should be placing all of your focus and all of your mental energy on that stuff. Number 10 is task, not outcome. And by this, I mean you want to focus on the task at hand, not the end result. Don't waste energy thinking about whether you're going to hit or not, or whether you're going to win or lose. Try to redirect your thoughts to be only about the components of your routine. And thinking too far into the future is going to prevent you from staying in the present moment, and this is going to negatively impact your tumbling and stunting because you're going to be a little too distracted during your routine. Number 11 is compete like you don't care. This kind of sounds bad, but um, just listen to my explanation first. Um, it doesn't mean that you actually don't care about the competition or don't care about your routine. And it doesn't mean that you're lazy. It means that you should enjoy the performance and have fun without trying to fixate on how good or how bad you do. The routine itself is definitely not going to be the most important thing that you do in your life. So Try to lighten up a little bit and don't stress yourself out too much about how the routine goes. The last thing is don't fear failure. So similar to the previous point of competing like you don't care, 
fixating on the potential of performing poorly is only going to increase your nervousness. Of course, failing will never be fun and you should always try your best, but keep in mind that with every mistake or every bad bad performance that you have, um, a lesson is learned. So by failing, you or your team are going to also be able to identify all your strong points and all your weak points. And if you're lucky, um, if you're not doing so well at competitions that are earlier in the season, then you can identify all these weaker points and improve them for when you go to competitions that actually matter more. So as you know by now, pre-competition anxiety doesn't really need to be a problem. It'll probably always be present, but at least there are some techniques that you can use to decrease it a little bit. You just need to identify coping strategies that work best for you. And of course, all 12 of the things that I listed All of them are probably not going to work for you. You're going to have to find, I don't know, two or three that you like to do before every competition um, and see how those work out. Okay, that is all for today. I hope you guys enjoyed. Try to put those techniques to use for your next competition. And I'll be back with another episode on February 16th.